it busted. What are you, ignorant? Welcome back to the Trading Places Minute, everybody. This is the show where we discuss the movie Trading Places, and we do it one minute at a time, and we do it with me, Tom Taylor, and we do it with my friend Mike DiMaria over here. Hello, Mike. Yes. Yes. And we also do it with Dan. Hi, Dan. Oh, yes, indeedy. How you doing? None of you people can probably... I don't know if you can hear it in Dan's voice, but he's outside in a hammock right now. Eh, That's good. With With a coffee in a clear cup, clear glass. And we're watching... Yeah, the world swing by without a care, side get, to side. Getting a little queasy. There's a little <laughs> fall colors in Oakland, a little bit of fall uh, colors, a little bit. I didn't tell you to have kids. Hey, <laughs> nobody's complaining about that. No, no you're not. No, okay. not at I'm all. Just saying, you know, think I want to be in a hammock outside enjoying the weather. Up yours. If if Dan had kids, <laughs> we'd be recording at you know 9 a.m. when we're all up. That's right. We'd be done with the wait show till already. one, so he wakes up in his in his robe and swings in a hammock all day, coming up with jokes. Do the neighbors complain about your cum robe when you're outside like that? <laughs> Less you say that, around here. That's just his monogram. It's he has a cum monogram. I'm, cum. Very, yeah. That's a, that's what very, I meant. What do you think yeah. I meant, Mike? You're gross. You uh, that on is... stage one time. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should wear it on stage and say, yeah. "Look at me." People ask me about my cum robe. <laughs> so um, I figured I'd wear it. Hey, let's talk about minute 25 of Trading Places. Yeah, I always want to say Caddyshack, but Trading Places. Ooh, it's good. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It begins with Billy Ray. He's still in jail, and he is specifying for his cops. inmate brothers that he was up against cops, plural. And it yeah. ends with one of those inmates asking if two other inmates are ignorant for not knowing that the phone in Billy Ray's limousine was busted. <laughs> what, are yeah. ignorant? Hey. what are you, ignorant? Hey, I looked up that guy. That guy's Clint Smith, and his character's name is um, bigger black guy. No, 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 oh, no, no. The, the guy, the, the, the guy that's Do Rag okay, Lenny. Guy? He's Do Rag Lenny, and we know him from Forty Eight Hours and Airplane Two. Oh, did I tell you guys I finally watched Forty Eight Hours? I don't know. You're all over the place right now. You, you're I bringing am. something up, and you're shooting us off I know, on a I different know. thing. What's what the white guy sitting next to him? The Woody Harrelson looking guy. I didn't look him up yet. God oh. damn it! I got the other two guys. So, so okay. You don't talk about got that. a bit of a Woody Harrelson, a bit of a Danny Noonan look. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little bit Danny Noonan. You're right. Um, wait, where is that guy? And then we got the two linchpins. Yeah, it's it's the two. The, the well, you two know what their names are in the in the movie, right? It's like big black big guy. black guy, and the other is bigger black guy. <laughs> You'll be reading for bigger black guy today. You'll be reading for bigger. As you can see, you only have one word that you'll Why, be saying. They want me. <laughs> they wanted me to be. I was reading for bigger. Big black guy, but I got when I got to the audition. But I got the bigger black they, guy. I, I was bigger than they thought. Yeah, history was born. <laughs> the, uh, That's why you all know the, me. So as yeah, bigger. it's the two guys, the two tough guys, and then there's the other guys listening: Giancarlo Esposito, mm-hmm. Durag Lenny, yeah. and uh, Woody Harrelson-looking guy, uh, and, and uh, Eddie Murphy is trying to explain to them that he's a Karate Man. Yeah, yeah. Karate Man bruises on the inside. And by the way, Giancarlo good. Esposito doesn't even get a name; he's just like inmate number three or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So that's what you should have said perhaps when you, you met should have, uh, Perhaps he should have worn a do-rag or eaten a lot yeah. more cheeseburgers yeah. in life. You know? right. But you should have said, like, uh, when you met him at that Comic-Con thing with your son, you should have said, instead of oh, I yeah. liked you in Trading Plays, you just said, I liked you as inmate number one, and then yeah. walk away. You were the number one inmate <laughs> As he just stares at you it. from a distance. Yeah. I liked I you want in the Trading picture. Places. It's an amazing thing to say to Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> I was proud of that, even if it left him sort of stymied. 
Was he holding like the Mandalorian helmet to sign or something and you just walked away? He may have forgotten that he was in trading places. He's like, Do you want me to sign the the those Poyos Hermanos bucket? Do you want me to sign the Mandalorian <laughs> yes. helmet? No, I don't want you to do or either one of those things. This Danny Trejo head on a turtle? Which no. would you want me to That'd sign? That'd be a great thing to like, like live in Hollywood and just be the, the guy who memorizes like you know the guy you know the uh mr skin guy who like memorizes like all the <laughs> yeah. the nudity and stuff in movies mm-hmm. and he knows what minute it's at and everything mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be really great to be the guy that knows every single obscure like the most obscure thing that everybody ever did yeah and reference that but they barely showed up in the movie and it was before their career yeah. got started and just yeah. constantly every time you see somebody like oh i i loved you in terms of endearment yeah don't give a shit <laughs> like, about no one else. thinks of That's them with that waiter movie. number seven yeah yeah. I thought your role, I thought your role in Breaking Bad was kind of tribe. You tribe. see Paul it's, Rubens, yeah. and you know, and you're like, yeah, you're like, you're like oh, yeah. I loved yeah. you. I loved you in Blues Brothers. I loved you in, uh, yeah, Cheech and Chong Three or whatever it was. I liked you in yeah, as <laughs> as the waiter number two. Yeah, Steve Hoffendahl. That's the other guy. That's the Woody Harrelson looking motherfucker. Yeah. Um, he doesn't seem to have been. If you if you ask me to guess which one of those oh, actors 30. was named Steve Hoffendahl, I think I, I think we got it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty easy to see. So the guy that plays, uh, you know, that does the the righteous. This is you know, that guy. This is the most righteous. This is Stone Groove. That guy. Yeah, yeah. It's Ron Taylor. Yeah. So he yeah. was in The Simpsons. Oh, get out of here! He's, he's Bleeding Gums Murphy. Get That's out Bleeding of town. Gums Murphy? That's Bleeding Gums Murphy. Why do I they see. call you Bleeding Gums Murphy? <laughs> Let's put it this way. You ever been to the dentist? <laughs> Not me. Not me. <laughs> and he's also he was also the voice of, of Audrey too in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, get out of here. On Broadway. Wait a minute. On, on the Broadway. Broadway. Okay. On Broadway. 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 No, Bullshit. This wasn't I thought Levi Stubbs was the voice. In the movie. But, in the movie. Okay. Oh, right. He did it on the Broadway run. But he was Bleeding Gums Murphy. Wow. He was also, began working in musical theater, appearing in The Wiz 1977. Oh, no. Before getting his like break. like a musical theater kid. Yeah. Well, most of you're missing that he was also on uh, Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. at least one episode as a high school coach. I, he, I cre- he, he created and started the musical review in Ain't Nothing But the Blues. Hmm. I've heard of that. Which cre- charted the history of blues music from its African origin to American success. So he was like a very, and so he was a very learned guy. And so and when it comes to theater and musical theater, so was the guy who played the cop that, that the, the two cops from Nam. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 The black cop was a big, like black repertory oh, theater really? guy played it. You know, it was like, was in, was played in, and, um, was in Shakespeare plays and all sorts. Oh, and nice. he showed up as cop number two. <laughs> and he killed it. Yeah, I bought it as cop number two. Well, you can see how when they put these movies together, they go the casting agents are, you know, how important it is for your name to be out there. Mm-hmm. How it's like the whole even for even for the cop part, even for the small parts, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You don't just they don't just they don't just go and pick out a couple of cops in Philadelphia and let them play the role. And then what about bigger black guy? Oh, no, bigger black right guy to- is interesting. He's uh he's James D. Turner. Not that mother scratcher, Bill Parker. James D. Turner. <laughs> this is his only acting credit uh, because he was an NFL offensive lineman for the New York Giants. Offensive, not offensive. I found it. I found it a little offensive. Right. You but come on. Me like that. Okay. Yeah. Offensive. Offensive. <laughs> Did I say offensive? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same word. Look at it. 
Sound it out. Uh, 77 to 83, and then with the Washington Redskins in 1984. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I know. I love Um, that. That's my favorite. I love that running (laughs) gag in the scene where he just keeps going, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but he was the Ron Taylor was Coach Wingate in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was all excited that Nadine was super strong and crazy. Never saw an episode of that. It's a good show. It's better than Friends. I, know, I, I have nothing against it. I just never. I understand. I understand. Everything's better than Friends. You know what's better than Friends? Not watching Friends. That's better. Yeah, than that's sweet. Mm-hmm. That's why the show was such a hit. Stop it! No, 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 no. Rembrandt. We got them started. Yeah, yeah. Even the I mean, they couldn't have anything more like just non-threatening. You know, suburban white. <laughs> dancing band, in the Rembrandts. I'll be there for you and dancing in a fucking fountain. Yeah. Try that. If any person of color dancing in a fountain, what would think would happen? Yeah, dragged off. Yeah, they'd be dragged off. Get out of the fountain. Taser. Yeah. Oh, look at them. They're in there. They're just having a good time. Oh. And they would be doomed unless they were karate men. Yeah, bleeding on the inside. Karate man. Now Born the guy says, uh, the "Coach." Coach from Twin Peaks, Ron Taylor, says uh, that when they brought him in, he was crying like a pussy. But when we last saw Billy Ray being stuffed into the cop car, and he looked either directly at us or at a house somewhere, depending on who you believe, either me or Dan or Mike, um, he was uh, cool as a cucumber. He was pissed off, but he wasn't like sobbing or in duress or anything. So I wonder what happened between that and him being brought into the station and crying like well, a pussy. He, I think he was probably just whining, you know, maybe a little bit. No, maybe. Well, they're giving you some context. They're giving you what you didn't yeah. see. I guess so. That works. Yeah, that's one of those. That's one of those. Like, Tom just gave us an out loud in person version of like the IMDb movie goofs. <laughs> you know, if you eagle eyed viewers the, will notice that Billy, Billy Ray was not, not crying, crying when they put him in the cop car, and then he's not crying later. And in between, the guy yeah. says he's crying. What sort of crying are we talking? Are we about? to believe that some new emotion took place <laughs> between these two moments? What is that unfrozen caveman lawyer? <laughs> I thought Are it was we to believe now, that you had some. Now, did that sketch ever like variate between? Uh, they, they, that's one that they did over and over and over and over again. Was yeah. there ever any nuance to it? No, any, they only uh... did it a couple of times. I think. Oh, is that well, true? they did it a few times. Yeah, they okay. did. It a few... I, I, I think there maybe is only two. They just redo the. They, they redid the joke. It's the same. They would just yeah. rewrite it with different details, kind of. See, that would have anybody... been a good. That would have been a good movie instead of like Wayne's World or something like that. They should have ran with that one. Wayne's World, no, Wayne's World is good, but okay, I'll the take Gruber, it back. One of the of, greatest films of all time. Uh, instead of like Encino Man, they should have done this. Yeah. Oh, sure. Caveman Lawyer. <laughs> right. Well, they should have done it instead of Ishtar. So, yeah, they should have done it mm-hmm. instead of um, Roman Polanski's Pirates. I don't know. I'm just naming movies. <laughs> <laughs> they should have I done would, it instead of uh, lots of stuff Roman Polanski did. There must be... Uh, somebody must have tracked somewhere. I could probably easily look it up. Which SNL skit was repeated the most? like church lady or whatever like which was the thing they went back to the most church lady over, be a and great over, guess. And over and over and over again church ladies yeah without having watched any of them i would always turn <laughs> it off when he showed up um, i just yeah once you got the church lady joke once yeah and i love dana carvey i think he's an incredibly talented <laughs> yeah, guy I think so too but but once you got the joke once with church lady i don't need to see it i could watch key rock all day i could watch unfrozen <laughs> see, and lawyer do his little spiel I feel like because well, uh, you knew. Okay, here's the the isn't that special is going to start to he's going to say it now and the crowd will like, go wild. He, yeah. he, he said crazy. it. He said there's the a, words. There's a, a sketch <laughs> called "What's Up with That." 
that they've done. <laughs> yeah, I've not. Yeah, one. yeah. I've, I, I'm aware that that exists, but I haven't watched the show in a and long time. And it's just time. Jason Sudeikis like doing the Running Man in the background the entire time, and it's just that. And it's what's his Keenan name, Keenan Thompson. Thompson yeah, like, like he can't stop. It is a funny joke where like he just no matter it's like a talk show, but he just can't. He just has to break into song. There's nothing he can't control it. Mm-hmm. Now something like funny, but something like really... Celebrity Jeopardy seems like oh. something that they can go back to again and again and again, and it's always kind of new. And, and they can have different jokes. They right? get a different like yes, they brought back um, what's his name as uh, Sean Connery a bunch of times, but it's always funny. Yeah, it's I, I like that, and I love Norm Macdonald as Burt Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> the, big foam hat. Yeah. the big foam cowboy hat. That's yeah. not my name. Turd my name's Ferguson. not my name. My name's Turd Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, like Norm, had the best impersonations of the few people that he did. He did. Oh, he so like good. his Burt yeah. Reynolds was perfect. His he did an ama- ever- he, he did an amazing Quentin Tarantino too. He did. Oh, that he really did. Yeah. Did you ever see him do? Uh, you ever see him do um, uh, Bob Einstein? No. Oh my God. He, he, I did. I heard him do it. You can't, <laughs> you can't tell the difference. He did Bob Einstein and it was just perfect. You oh can't my tell God. the difference. This is amazing. Super yeah. Dave has been on the phone with Super me. Super Dave since. Osborne? The great Super Dave Osborne. Yes, yes. And uh, he's, on the, he's been on the phone <laughs> while I'm trying to get ready to come out here. Yes. He keeps phoning me. Yeah, that's what he does. And he yeah. goes, uh, This is what you do. <laughs> <laughs> you walk out, you're wearing a pompadour. <laughs> Because you just look at Jimmy, you don't say a thing for five minutes. <laughs> this is why we never invite him back anymore. He says, let me ask you a question. It's fourth down and one. You're at the one-yard line. You have the choice. You can head it to O.J. Simpson, Jim Brown, or Emmett Smith. I'd go with Rosie O'Donnell. Post it. Yeah. And he just does the, you don't want to hear a joke. <laughs> <laughs> this woman's worried about the size of her opening. Or what now? Opening. opening. Oh, <laughs> and God. No, it'd be so disgusting. <laughs> Jerry goes, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wincing. Um, yeah, jail cell. I don't know. Yes. They're in the jail. They're in the jailhouse. And no, he does the karate yes. man thing. It's funny. He calls he himself back karate, karate man. man. It's almost like it's improvised. It makes me immediately think of him later referencing uh, a G.I. Joe doll. It sounds like Karate Man would have been a like you know late seventies action figure yeah. doll thing. It's the same joke or the same like delivery about the G.I. Joe, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. A little bit. A little bit. Which Kung is understandable. Grip. It's the same person. Same guy. Same figures of speech. It's the Karate Guy with Kung Fu grip. Kung Fu grip. That's what, right. what did that mean? What did Kung Fu grip mean when they talked about the action figure with Kung Fu grip that it could latch onto know. something? I, I never knew could. what it meant. I just thought that's Eddie Murphy being fun. No, I'm no talking I think it was about, a real thing. There was, was it? Yeah, that was part of when they, by Mattel, you know, you can get now this, you know, action figure with now with Kung Fu grip. I didn't know what that meant. Look at that. Damn it, there's a, supl- a sublime song called G.I. Joe Kung Fu Grip. So it gives that a shit. took me off track for but a they, second. They don't give a shit about that. I'm talking about, and then, then you had those ones that you could like latch onto things so they could hang by one arm. Remember? Yeah, so oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. I don't know if look that up. The idea behind the kung fu grip is that the soft rubber hands on the figures would allow them to hold their weapons better. Yeah, there you or go. Or added fun, it enables the player to position their GI Joes in action poses, such as climbing up a mountain with a rope or swinging from a tree. Was it trademarked kung kung fu grip? It better. Be. I mean, it had its own logo. So, hmm. and I, I would imagine that the uh, 
who was that? Who made who made GI Joe? Mattel, Mattel. Hasbro, Kenner. I thought it was know. Mattel. Nobody knows. There's no way to God find. Damn! Out. What a great time. Remember, you used to go in a, yeah. and uh, um, Toys R Us. I love yeah. going to Toys R oh, Us. Just go through the aisles of like a supermarket. You know, mm-hmm. it was like a supermarket of toys. You just go through each aisle. Yeah, you just thought, how could this place? How could so much good shit be in one place? Yeah. I remember going it was like incredible. Pre- I know that like Star Wars took over my life at a young age, but like I still remember pre Star no Wars, like going to the. It was my birthday, and my aunt took me to the toy store, and I had my heart set. I was I was trying to decide between the Lone Ranger's horse, like you get the horse, which is probably just a big stupid piece of plastic in the shape of a horse, or Maskatron from the Six Million Dollar Man, who was like the robot bad guy, and he had three different faces you could put on on him. One of which was Steve Austin, another was Oscar Goldman. He had like robot arms, you know, detachable and stuff, and everything. He's super cool. And oh, I had that was him. one of the best toys I ever had in my entire life. That and my Six Million Dollar Man doll were. Fantastic. I'm looking at it right now. I did have it. I had yeah. that. Yeah, he was awesome. Now it's two hundred thirty-eight dollars. You can get it. <laughs> I bet. And I know I've told the story before about how like my my I had my six million dollar man doll. He was awesome, and I dropped him, and like his his hip joints were super thin, like his legs were waiting to be broken, and they actually did break. And we just we <laughs> like you know put him in a little coffin and sent him back to Kenner, and with a note saying like, "Hey, we broke this. Can you send us a new one? We'll buy a new one or whatever." And they just sent us a brand new one, like for free. And even though like we fully admitted that we broke it and we were dumbasses with our toys. They were just and, like, uh, they you were... Managed, but, you, but you went through the trouble. If I was running a company, some kid goes through the trouble of doing that. I'm giving right. him a free mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. It goes all the way up to the top and the guy's sitting at the, uh, sitting at his powerful desk. He's like, wait a minute, Tommy Taylor in Potomac, Maryland is in need of a new $6 million man doll. This company stands for children. We're not going to disappoint yeah, this, this boy. Give this kid a brand new uh, American-made, union-represented constructive. Yeah, or they take the history of the world, or they take the history of the world approach with the Roman Senate. Do we give ourselves raises or give help to the poor? The poor, <laughs> fuck the poor. <laughs> the vote. You remember? I know, I know we talked about this probably the Caddyshack minute. Now that we're talking about toys, you remember Vectrex? Mm-hmm. I remember. Yes, sir. I remember my mom was no. selling like protein powder at my mom got lo- locked into like bee pollen products. We talked about this. Oh yeah. God. It was like a multi-level thing. You know, she would be selling these bee pollen supplements and protein powders on the side. And she would go to these, like sh- these like shows like these <laughs> and at the top of the pyramid. Bees. Yeah, she, she was at the <laughs> top of the pyramid. So she was, she had like a table at this one event or this one, whatever, convention or something sell it hawking this shit and she would have people over the house all the time and, and try to sell them on this shit Nobly. and they would be in the fridge these big these, we had shakes and powders and these big things <laughs> like bee pollen like carob covered bee pollen balls ooh, ooh. and you just Save pop them like like they're like malt they're like malted milk balls mm. oh, i, I, like I drain those I like, like there was nobody's tomorrow no i'm interested yeah. but she took me so i went with her to this one where she was manning a, a table at one of these things so i was just walking around all day and there was one there was a vectrex sa- salesperson there and they had literally like 40 of these things set up oh my god and each one had a different game remember yeah oh yeah had a couple yeah. cartridges it had the asteroid type game on it you remember now, this for dan, dan who vectrex? doesn't know it was like its own uh, it was its no. own just screen like, it was like a little tv about screen, the size like, of an old like you know uh macintosh or something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And it, it was, had a little controller that you Vector Vision. It. it was like the line graphics, you know, from like Battlezone. It was or... like we grew up in a different generation, but we didn't. 
two day run. Oh, I love this thing. Yeah, and you had cartridges, fantastic. and each cartridge came with an overlay that you put over the black and white because it was all just black and white, you know, like very low rent graph graphics. But you yeah. had this color slide that you put over the screen that had like a maze, like where it had all sorts of things on it, and it made yeah. it color. Yeah. Oh, there's where my targeting thing goes in the middle yeah and she and i I would spend the i spent the entire time just like going from game to game and and then she bought me one there and i took it home i'm just looking it up on amazon they're like a thousand bucks now oh yeah because i was like maybe i'll get one because it'll be so fun i don't know if they're still out there but there was an app i got for like i think my ipad a long time ago where you could just play a bunch of vectrex games it was awesome Yeah, but you want the you you want the screen you want the thing my friend brandon is a techie dude and he will like just make his own games for those things and like design art for him and stuff it's super cool i shall post a yeah. video there's like a whole sure. like community about that stuff for, yeah I mean, there's communities nerds. for everything they're all they're, <laughs> they're called east coast connecticut nerds <laughs> proud nerds, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah they also Ken, kenner kenner made the uh, six million dollar man doll and they also when I lost two or three Star Wars figure guns, I wrote to Mr. Kenner and I said, I've lost Greedo's gun, Han Solo's gun, the Stormtrooper gun. Could you please send me replacements? And like a month later or something, they sent me a bag full all of random of guns. guns, all sorts of guns. I didn't know what a lot of them were. And then later, when the Empire Strikes Back came out, I realized, oh my God, these are guns from figures that aren't even out yet. I'm the coolest kid on the block. Probably. Yeah, maybe. They're super cool. I remember Mr. Kenner going to the, I just had uh, this thought of like uh, how you, it's sort of like when you shop at the grocery store now, but but in the kid version, Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm like, I go down the aisle with like the He-Man and all that stuff in it. Yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah, I need this. I need that. (laughs) And then I'd walk like laterally across the aisles and I'd be like, ah, art supplies aisle, whatever. And I'd go, ah, girl aisle. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'd be like, that's right. a girl aisle. Right. And I'd pink skip and it and then I'd be like, puzzles. Uh, yeah, it's a, and then the next one would be like, guns. Hot wheels. And yeah. go into that aisle. And you would hear kids playing with them in that aisle. Bah, 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 there were bah, bah, whole bah, bah, aisles that I just thought, that's a waste of an aisle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, I Target don't is like go that in that aisle yeah. at all. It's all pink. Could have more guns. Yeah. Could have even more guns if you opened up that aisle. Exactly. They could carry so many more. Yeah. In the arsenal, they would just not <laughs> have just... this silly p- puzzle and art supply aisle. Yeah. You shouldn't go to the grocery store when you're hungry. You shouldn't go to the toy store when you feel like playing. Or, like, you know, you should be exhausted and, like, ready for a nap or something when you go to the toy store so you don't over. I think stuff. Toys R Us is coming back. Is that true? Yeah, I, I read Weird. something. Let me see. Yeah, no, they're coming back. Toys R Us. Sounds you can totally see why they went out of business. Yeah, with ideas why like that? that, coming back into business. <laughs> That's stupid. But they have to go back to where they were. Like it used to be my, it was like a warehouse full of toys. Yeah. It was a wonderland. (laughs) Toys R Us reopens. See how the kids just don't have that excitement. Like going shopping itself had this kind of potential to it. Oh yeah. What am I going to find? I know what I'm looking for, but I might find something else. It was exciting because you also knew that disappointment was possible as well. Yeah. Like, is that anxiety? Oh, they might not have there's, it. There's none of this on-demand stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it also I'm gave not you the bad. But it also gave you the idea of saying you could you could be in an aisle and you're like, oh, I, I can get this Cobra thing from GI Joe. Mm-hmm. There's something non-GI Joe, but if I get that too, I can play with these two things together, and it creates yeah. a whole other thing. You yeah. could put things yeah. together because you you're looking at you're holding them in your hand. You're like, yeah. no. Right. I could play with this and I could rub this one against my body and it'll probably feel pretty good too. 
one's, this one's a little rubberier. I'm just joking. <laughs> He's just joking, Dan. It's okay. I'm just joking. I'm just saying you could think of creative ways of doing I, everything. He was. I don't uh-huh. think he's joking. No. And then I watch my son do that. You know, not what, not what, that. No, I watch him in the toy store. <laughs> no, I watch him in the toy store. Why are you like, sweaty, oh, son? God. I watch I can... my son do that. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of Target. He's just doing that. No, he's like, you he know, stands like, oh, about sh- ten feet. He stands you about ten him. feet away with his cup of coffee, just watching him. <laughs> you watch, watch, you watch him deliberate. Wrong, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Be, okay, I got this in my hand. I got, I got the, you know, I don't know, the, the Star <laughs> Wars Lego thing with the thing, and this has these minifigures. Yeah, doing it all this wrong. one is like bigger, and it's got the cool thing and stuff. And it, yeah, do I get and, the thing that my dad wants me to like that I yeah. still haven't told him I don't like, or do I get the thing I like? <laughs> and then right. you look at the price, and how it's, important it's, is my dad? Now I know why he wants me to like this because it's twenty bucks cheaper. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that dead. Not really. No, I either. do that once in a while. I need to get myself more late. So what do you want to eat? Fun. I like Chipotle. Well, how about um, Jimmy do John's? You? Because secretly I get $4 back on this, on this I app. Got a two for go, one coupon. Yeah, for, if you uh, get a Jimmy rubs. John's, I get $4 back through my rebate <laughs> app. Fine. You want right. Chipotle? She's like, why do you always ask if I want Jimmy John's? I'm like, I don't know. I get 36% back on my, on my upside app. I just plugged upside. Upside. Okay. My sister I don't know upside. Just sent me that. Should... Really? Anyway, anyway, yeah. I mean, out. it's like you're like 10, 15 cents off a gallon at certain gas stations. Wow. And it just puts it right into a, I have a, I just cracked a hundred dollars in the last six months. Gas stations. What year is this? And, it, and the, right now the Jimmy John's down the street is, is it's 36% back. So you go there and get a sandwich or drink and chips and you get like $4 back. What's the, what's the mm-hmm. catch? There is no catch. There's no catch. catch. All right. So they do it for? Why are they doing it? Huh? Why are they doing it? I don't know. Buttered sausage. How much life essence are they getting out of some child slave with every purchase? I have to sign. I have to sign my life away or something. They're just they're just tracking people's buying habits. Who gives a shit? I don't care. I'm gonna wind up in a group of people living in a house while all wearing the same Keds, (laughs) committing suicide. No, they and they weren't Keds. They were Nikes. Well, I'm just I, I for the but for the but for the upside, Jimmy John's yeah. called it's Keds. Yeah, because you can't afford you can't afford. You're say you're 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 thrifty, so you're not gonna you're not gonna buy high end uh, running shoes. You know, it's a shame you got those nice Nikes. You're just gonna waste them. Uh, th- th- that's that's a question. Did they, those were brand new too? If you look, remember those photos? They were yeah. all brand new Nike. Like brand they put them on for that event. Nikes. Where are do those you think, going? Do you think they took those off and and people st- t- kept them? Africa. I am not sure what we're talking about. To be fully honest, uh, Heaven's Gate. Remember Heaven's the, Gate the photos fault. when they when oh, they oh okay yeah they they had the photos and they had they had like they had like body bag like blankets over all the bodies, but their feet were hanging out and they were all wearing those black oh, and okay. white. Yeah, but they were all wearing the black and white Nike running shoes, and they were and they like sparkling, Nikes. brand new. Weird. Well, they want to go out in style. I wonder if you could look that up. I wonder if they, if they're selling those on eBay, like an That'd art installation. Great. God, How much you think those would go? That's grim. Mike's grim. Um, while he's looking that up, should we do trivia? Yep, let's do it. Oh, apparently. Um, trivia Pursuit. Children uh, music. Hollywood bring Fox it down, bring it down, edition. Bring it down, bring it down, bring it down, bring it down. Thank you, Jimmy. Okay, good. Bring it out. He's the king. Uh, all right. What does... Oh, look at this. What does Indiana Jones reply when Willie asks, you know how to fly, don't you? I know that I, I, I will know, abstain Tom. from this because I, I do it. No, you're going to have to because I don't fucking know or do I care? Oh. Uh, you know how to fly, don't you? I don't know. What is it? The answer is no. Do you? 
da 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 Fascinating question. The bo- bo- box of cards just for Tom Taylor. <laughs> kind of is. Actually, this card kind of is. Uh, what 1981 movie features two people talking for 110 minutes? That's got to oh, be right. My, dinner, my with dinner, dinner with Andre. My Dinner with Andre. That's a good movie. I like it. Is, is it right? That is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, what former Andy Griffith show regular is the narrator and deputy sheriff in The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas? Dolly Parton, Burt What's Reynolds the first movie? What's the what? What movie for the first movie? What former? Said? What former Andy Griffith show regular? Is Don Knotts. Andy. Gosh, is it? Andy. No, that's a good no. guess, but that is not is correct. It, it's the what's his name? The, it's the the main guy. It's Andy. No, it's, I can't remember his name though. What's his name? What would? Um, Andy Griffith or Andy Taylor? Andy, what do you mean? Andy. Griffith. What was Andy. the actor's name? Was it Andy Griffith? Andy Griffith. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, the correct answer is actually funnier than both of those. Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors oh, sounds like, like a funnier Neighbors. answer to stuff. I should have guessed albums Jim, when you albums. Cannonball Run. Maybe those commercials for him. When Jim Neighbors sings, it's truly special. Get it off my now in this brand new collection, never offered before, it's the pardon. golden voice of Jim Neighbors. I never promised you a road. I gave my love a cherry. That's beautiful. Oh, here we go. Who commands the Klingon ship in Star Trek IV? Oh, Captain my God. Fuck off. Wait, what? Who commands the Klingon ship? In- Captain Kirk, really? Is, that, is it a trick didn't, question? Didn't you use the Jim Na- James Jim T. Kirk. album? I don't give a shit about the Stop, Tom. We don't give a shit about that one. All right, uh, but I won. I got didn't a point. You, didn't you use a Jim Neighbors album when you were playing Correspondence Battleship? Oh, Dan? Didn't you etch your, your move into a Jim Neighbors album? I'm almost positive because no. I remember coming over to your place. No, on, it wasn't. It but was, I remember coming uh, over to your place no. on Grand when you lived on Grand. You had a bunch of albums, and I you had a Jim Neighbors album. Wow. I might have had a Jim Neighbors you album use big it. fan, but I, 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 it was you not never wasted on pie. <laughs> oh, it was, it was Don McLean. That's right. Cause you it had was done, Don McLean, it was done as a, as a slap in the face to me by Jorge because of how much I really despise that song, American Pie. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I hate that song. Do we need to recap he liked what Correspondence Battleship was. Was, for was he saying know? that you should like it? No, he was, he was taunting me. Torturing oh, okay. you. Correspondence Battleship, of course, was when Dan and his buddy were would, would mail in exotic ways uh, battleship moves to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which infuriated Mike DeMaria. B7. After you have to read a whole diatribe that's been etched into the side of a, of a, of a vinyl, <laughs> of a piece Don of vinyl. McLean record. It's <laughs> a good use of a Don McLean record. I was going to say it's a good use of that record. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, Jim Neighbors doesn't deserve shit like that. One of that the world's worst songs. Yeah. That's really awful. Sometimes I wish that plane never crashed. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's twice as long. What's as the, the worst part of that by. song? The worst part of that song to me is the build back up. And oh, Jesus. we, yeah. Oh God. Ah, he starts super sh- chipping away on that fucking <sighs> thing. I'm like, oh my it's God, that, I thought it was done. It's that I'm writing a, a, such an important song. Yeah. yeah. And to, everybody's oh, behind me right the, now. We're all singing together. The worst. No, thank you. Uh, what Burt Reynolds vehicle features walk-ons by Ricardo Montalban, Don Knotts, Sid Caesar, Cannonball and Foster Run. Brooks? Oh, I love Foster Brooks. You know what's what's crazy is uh, I like Foster Brooks too. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is that there's not many actors for which when you say vehicle, 
I immediately picture a specific Trans Am versus a, but right. it's meant in the entertainment yeah. sense. Now, what is our answer for that? Uh, Mike's Smokey Cannibal and the Bandit Run. or Cannibal Run? Smokey and the two. Bandit, eh? Yeah. Those are both incorrect. My answer is Trans Am. Cannonball Run 2. Oh, come on, Tom. So, hey, that's, I, I didn't write the card. This a shit. Is it Charles Nelson Riley listed there? That's a shame. He's not. Sinatra? No, just those four. Ricardo Montalban, Don Nutsid, Caesar Foster Brooks. Cannonball Run 2. Speaking of who worst. cares. Don Don Cannelloni. Who does <laughs> Haddis marry first in Yentl? Who gives a shit? The answer is Jim Neighbors. Okay. And that, I don't, was, that trivia, was that trivia or do we do it again? Yenta. <laughs> Should have been Yenta. That's it. Yentl. That's good. We're we all do, good then, aren't we? Are we all good or do we We're do another good, card? Or is that it? Was that because trivia? Oh, that was yeah, trivia. There's the music. I guess that was trivia. trivia. Thank you, Jimmy. That's trivia. And we'd like to thank our sponsors. We want to thank our, our sponsors, our beautiful patrons, patrons over at patreon.com slash ditch diggers. The beautiful people, uh, there's a bunch of people over there, but we especially want to thank our beautiful friends, um, uh, Captain. Uh, uh, Captain, America Captain America and Mark Campbell. They That's are- it. Campbell. That's it. got to stop right there until they start paying up. That's right. If you and want next to have your name read on the air, then you pony up and yeah. uh, get over to patreon.com slash ditch diggers. Right. Fuck you. And, uh, right. See the very uh, the various uh, levels over there in which you could uh, support us and make yourself a part shine of box. this whole Go experience. to the shine box level payment. Yeah. Love shine it. box love so we're going to talk about that in, the, in our it's next episode thing. we're going to have another layer oh we might of, yeah that's right we might have a, another layer in, in, do we have a shine box la- level now i don't know that sounds like a good well, that, one. that might be <laughs> this we do. Maybe the shine box it was so yeah. if, if we haven't come up with the name of it but there'll be a shine box type level i think the shine box should be the lowest level because that was like shining shoes it's like the lowest level job you can have it should yeah, be the lowest the greatest level but it was the greatest well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you want to get above that level, you have to start paying more, and then you can be like, I don't, I'm not, I don't shine shoes anymore. I'm, oh yeah, I'm moved hurt. up to the next level. Did anybody tell you I'm ponying up more? Anybody, I don't know. Anybody go, went up there and told you? Totally went up and told you about Patreon. I guess but we'll talk about it next time. All right, good okay. deal. But we'll go over the whole thing. Right now, we're done with this one. This was minute twenty-five. Thank you so much. You're all beautiful people. And uh, please come back next time when we'll talk about more Trading Places, specifically Minute 26, here on the Trading Places Mendit. It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit.